when we last left them, our friends were sharing their favorite shallow cuts from the past decades. Let's join them where we left off, in the year 2000s. Alright, let's move on to the 2000s. I'm glad the, I'm going first, because this decade, decade. this decade sucks. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. That makes it more fun. <laughs> and mine's a little bit of a cheat, but I'm standing by it. It's not a full cheat because we're representing when it was popular, not necessarily when it came out. Uh, Dido, thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What so are you rolling your eyes out? This I'm is a top 10. I'm just, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's a curveball. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't have a lot to work with. Yeah, yeah. And I like the song. Yeah. It got oh. too big, but it's a great song. It is. Great voice. Um, I think there's a generation of people that associate that with Eminem's Stan. Mm-hmm. Um, she was featured on it, and he—I mean—he basically took the kind of the, the hook of that for that whole song. But this song was a monster hit just by itself. Before was it a hit before his song? Yeah, his that wasn't until 2009. That. This was it hit 2001. Okay. It hit top ten. That, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. It's a great song. I think yeah. I'm glad it was popular because there was a lot of good music in the 2000s, and you know, it just didn't really register on those the hot Billboard. Yeah. I, this reminds me. So I got married in '98, and then, but this so this early, the 2000s just reminds me of various music that Laura and I were listening to. I kind of lump it with like David Gray, Babylon, and oh, just yeah. stuff kind of like British, kind of Euro, British Euro pop, pop, techno pop techno kind of pop. stuff. Yeah. Maybe even the, the everything but the girl, yeah, I Miss love that You stuff. stuff, you know, that kind of stuff. I love the everything but the girl, a couple of their yeah. albums. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah Very cool. great stuff. Uh, right. Good, good song. Yeah. Rough, rough decade. I'm, I'm glad. To, decade, I'm excited to hear decade. what you guys pick. <laughs> rough decade for I do, pop. I do like this one. Will you be excited? If yeah. this song had come up on the uh, 
the YouTube music playlist of top hits from the 2000s, it would be very refreshing. <laughs> it didn't come up on the one I was listening to, but I'm glad it's... <laughs> okay. Uh, gosh, dang it. In our previous episodes, did anybody pick Outcast? Yep. yep. Yes, sir, I did. Oh, yep. What about rejected? What about uh, <laughs> yep, I did. SWAT. roaming the paint? I did. You're, yep, Brandon's I did. Driving and then veering out to the three-point line. Did uh, everyone's like pass it, pass it? He's like, nope. His head's down. Did dribbling. falling slowly by Glenn Hansard and Margaret? That did not get picked. But did, did that it, was did not it go a top high ten. Enough? No, that was probably. Come on, like, it had to have been top ten. That was like probably reached fifty-eight or something. I like that Brandon <laughs> waited most. until halfway through the episode top to start looking to at start the looking at the <laughs> rules. <Come on>. Top, <laughs> top ten on the alternative the, alternative billboard you, uh, secondary. You go, good well, in Brandon that does decade. put in some time in between sessions. I guess that's I can't true. Be too mad fair, about fair point. Um, you know what song was really good? <laughs> Here it comes. Hey, this works. Plain white tees. This 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 meets the criteria. It meets the criteria, except that I don't like it, so it doesn't meet that <laughs> criteria. That don't was like one of the it. ones you were going to play since as when a is, joke, right? Since when is you liking it part of the criteria? <laughs> yeah. it's just I was just excited that he found one that <laughs> hit it's the rules. To be your pick. That's all. Uh, all right. Here we go. Here anyway. we go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Jay-Z's been picked. SWAT. This is featuring Jay Z. No, this is Jay Z featuring Alicia Keys. She's on the chorus. He's the verse. This song is called Umbrella. It's by Rihanna featuring oh, Jay Z. Oh, I thought that was. I okay, thought you were playing okay. New York State of Mind. All right, there you go. Oh, Brandon just dumped on Jason. <laughs> he did. He posterized me. What I want to know is if Brandon has actually heard this song before right now. <laughs> and I know the answer. I know the answer to this. Hey, I kind of like this. This is a cool song. you can't see shiny I got a question for you, Brandon. Yeah. What'd you think about your pick listening to it for the first time? <laughs> that was pretty dope. That's a good pick. Uh, hey. I think Rihanna has potential. I, I could see her being a big star. Oh, my goodness. That's how hard He's, this, uh, this round is. Brandon's, Brandon's pick for that, you know, someone whose stock might go up. He's like yeah. thinking, yeah. maybe... She's got what it takes. Maybe yeah. she's got what it takes. Um, by the way, the progression, chord progression on that chorus is the same as Levert Casanova. Is it? Is it? Yes, Are it is. Are you saying this has a four one five six chord progression? Yes, it does. <laughs> wow. That's exactly what it has in it's, the chorus. It must be a formula for success. It, that you know, maybe we the might bald be Norwegians. cracking into the bald Norwegian <laughs> yeah, yeah. melodic math. Uh, you know what it also has is a kick-aid 
drum beat going on. It does. It kicks you right right in the plexus. Yeah. (laughs) All right. It's time for me to pick the song that you all fear. You don't. You, you, you don't oh, think anyone was going to oh, pick it. I know it. I know but, it. But what else can I pick? I know what You know it what is. I'm going to pick? Yeah, I know what you're going to pick. It. Okay. Hit it. It's the one. It's a lick that you can never forget that's emblazoned in all our brains from the from the early... Peace up. Peace up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love this that they are so on. I had no idea what it was going to be. <laughs> Let's go. I love I love how Steve's just rocking to said you're getting a little too close to me can you back up and i said baby no way you're gonna like this <laughs> trust me I think, I think brandon may be making a few assumptions about the consensual nature of the relationships that are being described <laughs> in true. some of these That's, that might be encounters <laughs> yeah that might be assumed everyone's enjoying i, it. I, I think i think usher is the one making some assumptions oh boy okay <laughs> You're going to be hearing from his lawyer. Brandon was the chaperone in the club that <laughs> night. And he was watching. I don't think she is here for this reason. I think she just wants to have a couple drinks with her friends and go home. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, is that, that really your pick, that, Steve? That is okay. really my that's pick. It. That's it. That is iconic. That's really my pick because you that's, one that. of, yeah, that's one of those songs where it's like if – if I was showing a list or if I was just said, okay, tell me a pop song you remember from the zeros yeah. or whatever. It's like that that was one of those ubiquitous songs, it right. seems like. And that lick, it's talk talk about memorable, catchy hook. That little yeah. I can't even sing, it's too high. Anyway. Yeah. And we and we already did Outcast, which they had. Hey, yeah, we already did oh, some yeah. of the stuff that would have been great, but this Chord was this was a though. hard what, one. What are what are those <laughs> notes they're hitting? Uh, well, it, it is a one, one, five, one, six, one, six, one, five. Those are just okay. the notes. <laughs> yep. But it's uh, it's very catchy and uh, not not as ubiquitous as the one four five. But I think that <laughs> well, that might I, be what that, gets that's it stuck not in necessarily your head. the chords. That, uh, that those are just there was the a notes, there was a brand of hip hop, and I think part of it was probably because people started getting a levied with fines for sampling violations where producers started like making their own like rather than sampling they were making their own beats and it was really really simple but really repetitive repetitive. like you would hear the same thing with no variation and a hype man yeah Um, like that i I, i'm guessing you won't pick this one but like this is the decade that Lil wayne really started to blow up and he has some cool stuff but he it it is the the beats are loud, in your face, simple and repetitive, over over over, just driving, just mm-hmm. beating you over the head. Yeah, 
I always tell Brandon on the drive here that my youngest bro, Dan, and I uh, kind of bonded over Chappelle's show and oh, and his yeah. little, little John. That was uh, great. That sketch was so skits. great. And uh, so little John at the doctor before. Yeah, <laughs> <What>? exactly. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, anyway, I, even before I was finishing up my research this morning, I just remember, you know, I just texted my, my bro, Dan and said, Hey, you getting, you getting, you putting on some little John getting amped to do your Saturday chores, you know? Because Dave Chappelle, before he does that skit, he's like, you guys know Lil John? It gets me so amped. You know, I just love him. <laughs> Comes on. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. All That's right. my pick. I got my last pick here. 2000s was hard for me, too. I'm starting to wonder, like, is there an element because it's the decade after our element? Like, was the 2000s and 90s similar to you, or was 2000s a lot harder for you than 90s, Steve? Well, I, you know, I don't know how much time i put into that yeah. because that, i think that song if i if i just if i just generically thought you knew what you're going with well yeah if i yeah. generically thought pop what's the most memorable thing yeah, yeah. from that decade that song sort of popped up but there might have been others i did have a i did kind of have a hard time with the 90s yeah so maybe there is something about that it's like your your decade that's the like decade your right decade after you might be like and the next one you're kind of like oh you're this like, all that's sucks. stupid <laughs> yeah why would they I like mean, the sound of that yeah. yeah there might be something there all right so um 2000s for me something i have i have a few things that are like yeah but then there's one artist who i didn't listen to this a ton but it was like Okay, that's a legitimate. I like this. This is like good. She's got something to say. Kind of, I'm going to redeem 2000s with Alicia Keys. No one. I think this might be one of my favorite of hers. She has several good songs, I, I think. But genuine seems like a good person making good music out there. And this was a number one hit. I just want you close. Where you get. Keyboard sound. Yes, yeah, interesting sounds. It's a, there was a lot of production stuff in the 2000s that was popular that that were kind of weird to me. Like uh, I respect like Pharrell and the, the Neptune stuff, but their sound I didn't like when it was like fabulous and all that that stuff. Then the, a lot of the rapping like tendencies, like the the way that like Chingy that whole thing like. Air, our force one like the whole 
the, the all that stuff just seemed like what is going like it was hard I think for me music to was really in an awkward spot in the 2000s though i think in part you had sampling coming in and so you mm-hmm. had or, or sampling going out and then you had streaming coming in and i think like you said 2005 that's when billboard finally started looking at streams as yeah. part of how they they rated music did their calculations but i think like labels and and producers who kind of look to that to drive how they're going to produce if they're going to produce what's hot the world was kind of learning what that new frontier of music meant how we were going to consume it how we were going to deliver it this is a weird decade like you we started seeing country artists show up that decade as well on the mm-hmm. top lists, which you don't see as much at all in right. the 80s or 90s. I wonder if that's a result of streaming now where it's an actual representation of the whole country's consup- consumption. Yeah. What's the relationship between this 2000 thing and the way we've talked about the indie, kind of indie folk, indie rock, indie pop was big and good quality in the 2000s? Was it that some of those acts that were good and might have gone and signed with a major label and like, conform to a certain sound didn't have to because they're like oh we can be bigger maybe not making all this money but have more control if we sign with sub pop or merge or matador or you know these other the kind of mid indie labels i wonder if there's something there like a lot of the acts that would have been great and pop but would have been better than what we're we've been looking at here it makes me wonder too when did the term like sell out start getting used I remember it was a big deal for... That's why people like, hated Hammer, because he was like, a sellout. It seems like kind of a 90s thing. Yeah. I wonder if the decade that followed that was like oversensitive to the concept of selling out, too. Like, Well, it, it shifted back to, of course you're going to sell out. You stack your paper, make your money. Yeah, like It shifted to that whole... Like, there probably just wasn't as much opportunity to get really popular. I mean, that's not the right way of saying it. There was plenty of opportunity. There weren't as many... Because there was more ways to get your media right. it wasn't as consolidated that's know? the thing i think pop mtv music, at this point have they stopped yeah. showing music videos yeah basically yeah. uh youtube starts in mid 2000s yeah mid 2000s so but in between then like but I, yeah i was listening to saying, and, and the big stores awkward. like to go buy yes. cds They're those going are starting to drop yes. out yeah, I was already. I would go on Amazon and look at albums, and then they would recommend because you or eBay or whatever because you bought this. Check out Broken Social Scene, and then like that's how I'd find new bands. Sometimes already, this is two thousand three and two thousand four. I was mm. like, buy a CD on Amazon, and then it would recommend because you bought this, you might like this. And so I was finding music like that. I wasn't listening to the radio. Yeah, I, if think, I, was, I think it was, it was such just, a monumental yeah. and such a, a rapid shift. I think it. it that the industry has probably lost for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's move it on to 2010s. We're not even going to go do a honorable mention for 2000s unless you really want to. <laughs> unless we want to make fart noises. Uh, <laughs> Missy Elliott had a good run yeah. with Timberland and... Mm. Uh, Mary J. Blige, Family Affair. Yeah. 50 Cent into club. Uh, Pharrell and Snoop stuff. Was I, I think it's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, Kellis 
yeah. Kellis came on my the scene. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. She, she's that uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's her big hit. Was that like late two thousands? No, that's uh, mid two thousands. Okay, but she's uh, she has some like really legitimately yeah. good albums. She's really talented. Wasn't she like uh, go Nas's listen to her album Food. for a while? Weren't they like together for a while? Uh, maybe Nas and Kellis. I don't know. All right, two thousand tens. This is our last round. Remember Here good old, we go. Remember good old Matchbox 20? Oh, my god! <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> that song was... Oh, I'm so glad no one picked that one. Sorry. That's, uh, uh, I had a hard time so with that So I've bu- got a bunch of... Jason must have changed his picks, though, because this is the one that he sent me earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is exactly what I sent. Jason has stormed out of the room. No. I've got standards, man. All right, you can put your headphones back on, Jason. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's done gosh. i can confirm love it he I called an it. audible last minute it's like you know what i'm too embarrassed to <laughs> admit how much i like nickelback there's some uh yeah nickelback has been yeah such the butt <laughs> of so many jokes all right jason 2010s what do you <laughs> let's got hear it. let's hear it are you able are you i really? think so i think so um this is another one that's tough for me to pick. I got a lot of choices. This was this was actually my most refreshing going back through. I was like, oh, I really like this decade. This mm-hmm. is a really good decade. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Royals by Lord. Nice. I think it's a nice. great song. Love I think it. it taps into a, a really uh, uh, a really kind of universal feeling of of somebody that's ever felt like they didn't have what other people yeah, have yeah i've never seen a diamond in the flesh i cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies and i'm not proud of my address in the torn up town no postcode envy but every song's like gold teeth gray goose dripping in the bathroom bloodstains ball gowns trash in the hotel room we don't care we're driving cadillacs in our dreams but everybody's like crystal maybach diamonds on your timepiece jet planes islands tigers on a gold leash we don't care we aren't caught up in your love affair and we'll never be royals Crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler. ruler You can call me Queen Bee And baby I'll rule. Let me live that fantasy My friends and I We've cracked yeah. the code Yeah, good one. that's great Where, where did Lord come from like pop popularity so. i mean she like soundcloud or youtube phenomenon? I, that i'm not sure it, that it, even listening to it right there it, it's so that hit number one that peaked at number one it was mm-hmm. massive and it had the help of being in some movies it, but it's like it's not fast like a lot of really popular stuff is it's catchy but it's also not like a party anthem i mean it's it's talking about um I mean, she's expressing dissatisfaction with basically consumerism and consumption and 
not having what other people have, it's it taps into something I think really really universal but uh i think it's just really expertly crafted her voice sounds great on it i think it's just a really cool song it is yeah, what, curious what, where she what came from chord structures we got in there steve is this a one five three mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what we got mm-hmm. <laughs> brandon this is one of your basic one four five we got one seven four. One seven much. four. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll buy that. I know I know it went up and then went down, but not quite as far down. So yeah. no, so here's one. It's kind of in a mixolydian mode, I would say. Mixolydian scale there for you. <laughs> I love the direction this is going. Not T, though, the but do. Yeah, you got to hit that T. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the T. <laughs> Professor Ricks is in the house. He's going to give us chord structures. Is it? For, yeah. No, look, it's the same chord progression that you can find in uh, in Gloria. Gloria, L-O-R-I-A. It's what I would like to call oh, a wow. double plagal motion. <laughs> this guy right here. You got your, you got your seven chord falling down forget, a fourth to the four like, chord. The four chord falling down a fourth eats, to the tonic. Drinks, uh-huh. Sleeps. Oh, sorry, guys. It must be weird to like be like enjoy pop music, but it's so. Like like in beneath the world me, you're, yeah. you're, 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 you're just like the same. No, and we talk about pop music, like for it's the this record. Thing, but everything we talk about to you might be pop music. When you said Gloria, anything that could be, I, I didn't think you were going with Van Morrison. I thought you were going with um, Gloria Brannigan. Gloria, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound familiar. But now uh, the Van Morrison, them, yeah, yeah I got you, Brando. Okay. Um, let's see if Jason tries to uh, swat me on this one. Swat it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not quite sure if this one made the top ten. Okay, Uh-oh. but if well, I'll find out. If you're skeptical, you can look it up. Yeah, There's gonna, a way to look it up. Uh, this is called too, "Firework" so you know. by Katy Perry. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind? Wanting to start again Do you ever feel Feel so paper thin Like a house of cards One blow from caving in Do you ever feel Already buried deep Six feet under screens that no one sees Look at these guys trying to research it Do you know that This hit number one, it's right? Relevant. Yeah. Yeah, number one Easily You just gotta ignite Did you... Did you pick it because you like it, or just because you knew it was number one? Both.
I don't know if you'd call this a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah. I don't feel a lot of guilt for it. Yeah. I have. Uh, I don't know how much I can stand behind Katy Perry's other deep cuts since I haven't heard any, but <laughs> most, she's got a ton of hits, and uh, I'm not changing the channel when they come I, on. I hear you. My guilty yeah. pleasure of hers is Roar. That was that's on my list. Roar by also hers not guilty for me. Is well, yeah, I it's like not it. guilty. <laughs> I like it. This one I don't like as much. I'm, I'm reading. It is a number one song. I'm, I love. I, I'm gonna just. I'm reading this uh, from Slant Magazine. Says the song is quote not an actively painful listen. <laughs> sure, the would be inspirational lyrics are nonsensical, but the chorus gains some momentum, and the song would work well enough in a club setting that you could forgive its otherwise glaring weaknesses. Wow, that was from Slant Magazine. But I don't want to rain on your parade or anything. But wonder, by, wonder by the way, you should have picked Roar. By the way, Firework, bald Norwegians. I believe it. They're, they're called what, Stargate. What about them? Co- co- they wrote it. They it's, wrote it. Yeah, it's co-written. That song is co-written by Katy Perry and Stargate. Stargate is the Bald Norwegians. Yep. <laughs> really? Yep. Wow. Wow. Well, see, they've got... Actually, not even actually... co-written by Katy Perry. Co-written by Esther Dean and its producer, Stargate, who are the Bald Norwegians. The Bald Norwegians. Hmm. A.K.A. Bald Norwegians. And they tapped into something that humanity needed and wanted. Well, I don't know if we needed it, but does, humanity wanted it. Does she it. write other of her songs? I think writing is such a weird thing now because, like, like, like that was that was listed. the knock that Beyonce had on which album Lemonade? was it? Lemonade. There was like two dozen writers on it yeah. to the point that it like you don't know who wrote what anymore. So you give credit to everybody. You buy a song from somebody. You add your piece. Yeah. You say we co-wrote it. Well, who wrote the song? If you did ninety percent, I did ten percent, but we both get equal credit in the <clears throat> liner notes. I don't. You, I don't think Katy Perry's writing a lot of her stuff. No I think, one, I think no one breaks part that of out. her story is like, oh yeah, she was the the kind of girl with the guitar, like it, you know, doing the whole. I think she was kind of doing like Christian open mic nights and stuff like that. But Katy I, Perry, yeah, I think her. The, but I think yeah, her she was pop on the, music, the Amy Grant track. I think her pop music is like not written by her. That's yeah, my. That's my guess. From from the articles I read, it sounded like she is involved in it. Yeah, I wouldn't hmm. be surprised. Yeah, I think she is. She has but, a song written. But that's true. Then. Like a lot of a lot of pop music, you don't necessarily have the assumption that it was written by the person performing. Right. right. Taylor Swift is, I think, more involved than than like a Katy Perry, and then but some aren't involved at all, right? But I think Katy Perry has some. I'm just saying I think, I think, which shows I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Next up, 2010, Stephen Leon Ricks. I was just having a moment with Katy Perry, California Girls in my head. They're <laughs> singing it in my head, but I'll, I'm going to stop that and put that on pause <laughs> and go to my pick. Um, <laughs> does Am I allowed to pick a song that was released definitely in the decade, but the album it's on was was released later in 2020. When did Song it was chart? The single was released when did in it chart? 2018. Yeah, I think so. Um, that's a, well, I'm guessing I think the charted. question is when it charted. Yeah. When it, sh- yeah, okay, are we saying okay, charted or charted? Chart. Let me see. Songs can chart. <laughs> <laughs> the 2000s. <laughs> Brandon's got so much to work with in this episode. Let's hear it. single was on what, the number look, one song of 2019. Oh, let's hear it. yeah. The song is 
Without Me by Halsey. Mm. to it this is a song i don't know what i mean you know halsey is you know a popular singer right now and maybe has she hasn't has no uh, as many number one hits as like rihanna or taylor swift or other people but it's kind of in just that vein of the single female vocalist or Katy perry you know but i i uh and she's been on saturday night live like two or three times over the last few years and so I think just actually seeing her there made me think, oh, yeah, I should check her out more. And I love this album, Manic. came out in 2020 and kind of made me go back. And I've, like, cut for cut, I, I like a lot of the cuts on her albums. And I've, um, I'm, yeah, I'm just interested in that, you know. But this is a kind of pop song that I can just kind of get lost in the production and the way her voice flows mm-hmm. and i've i've put this song at various times just on repeat and listen to it like 20 times in a row <laughs> and just kind of yeah trying to pick it apart a little bit and that sort of thing so i'm not familiar much with halsey i know the name but when you said it i was like oh yeah and then i was like wait who is that again and then you played it and oh yeah that's i remember this voice yeah. but it's cool um Man, there's a lot of... Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about Halsey? Are you, you good? Yeah. There's a lot of... I, I felt similar to Jason. 2010s was was more rewarding for me, looking through and thinking, and then a little bit difficult to say, oh, man, there's a lot of songs I'd like to pick here. Um, and again, I tried to challenge myself to do number one picks, like like songs that went all the way to number one. And so I went with one, and this is definitely... Like a lot of number one picks, they are overplayed. Um Brandon's getting ready with, oh, I can tell you, the way he looks so eager, I'm like, oh, he's having fun with something. So I'm just ready to type your this pick one in here, This one is from the Spider-Man cartoon oh, movie, no. Post Malone, <laughs> Sway Lee, Sunflower. <laughs> yeah. My, my daughter loving it also helped me love it, but I also kind of yeah. guilty pleasure with Post Malone and Sway Lee both.
Looking at you sideways, party on till background just on both these guys i first heard post malone his song white iverson wasn't really very he wasn't popular that much at all but that song itself was kind of breaking through just in the hip-hop world i remember listening to that and thinking there's something about this there's there's so much reverb so much there's this kind of melancholy rap that like drake and a lot of others there's this kind of reverby melancholy i think minor keys it's less fun, but somehow it's like it's got this uh, almost like an alienation sound or something. Um, but Makes it's also they're still doing some of the rap tropes of kind of braggadocious and all this. Anyway, um, I was so surprised when I saw him in the video. I was like, oh, this is like Riff Raff Part 2 with all his face tattoos and how over the top everything was. And then and so in some ways, I've been very surprised how popular he's become. But then it's like, OK, Riff Raff and all that kind of was so cartoonish and underground popular, then now it's time for Post Malone to just be like, oh yeah, he's our he's our new pop star that we accept or whatever. I don't like all this stuff. I don't really like his kind of country sounding stuff. And but this song I really like. Ray uh, Sway Lee comes from the the group uh, Ray Sremerd, which is ear drummers backwards. They're from Tupelo, where Elvis is from. First song I heard from them was called no, no Flex Zone. They put it, they used to play it on 92.5, and I remember hearing that and thinking, this is so different than the other rap I'm hearing. And it was really catchy and weird. And then I started hearing it at my the treatment center, center where I work, so I know both you guys, well, you, we all work with people who are younger than us a lot of the time, right? So, like, I worked at a treatment center with people in their 20s, you know, from 2010 to 2020 for that 10 years. And so a lot of the music I would hear there was like stuff that I wasn't usually listening to, but this was one that they were, all the kids were loving at one particular, I think summer, uh, the no flex zone song. So those two, when they teamed up and they had this hit in Spider-Man, it was kind of like interesting to me because they were coming from these different elements of hip hop that seemed kind of outside, but somehow they combined and then had this hit song that just blew up and was everywhere. And my, eight-year-old daughter is like putting it on repeat a hundred times a day listening to it and singing along and it was just like that's pop music that's how it works i guess so that's my final yeah. pick from 2010 
Post Malone, it's he's he's big with the kids, I know, and I he's a little it's a little mysterious to me. Yeah, he I think he's more so, talented than. Did you see the Nirvana? Yeah, concert he yeah. did. Like he played guitar. Yeah, he played. He wasn't. It wasn't all horrible. those Nirvana. It should have been yeah. way worse than it was. It wasn't horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's. I think he's. He's a talented dude. He's hmm. weirdly kind of self aware. He's pretty savvy, like business wise, and such. yeah, like when when Justin Bieber was blowing up. He would make appearances, and you could tell he wasn't in on the joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I think Malone is is weirdly self aware, and yeah. he kind of goes with it in a fun way. Yeah. And then he is really good at just making an earworm, like making that hook yeah. that you just will hum over and over. You can't so get out good. of your head. So good. I like I like Hollywood's bleeding. That's one of his more recent songs that I like mm. a lot. The the thing that kills me with him, I, I and it feels like people are starting to go away from it now. But the the auto tune that was so mm-hmm. like prevalent for a for a minute that yeah. he did a, a fair amount of just that's like the the line I can't get past. I hate right. it. I just can't stand it personally. But yeah, George keeps y'all right yawning into Ooh. the mic. Y'all Sorry. right? What? It's hey, happening. It's hey, happening. Sleepy guy. <laughs> Hey, it's happening. Um, I'm gonna have to do some isolated takes. Parting, Jordan again. Uh, parting thoughts on the <laughs> on the decade. You want to uh, name any other names? Oh yeah, let's. You go start. You start. Um, 2010. Well, I'll just make kind of a for my first one rather than one. I'll say two together. There was a, an interesting thing that happened this decade. I don't think it ever could have happened in any decade before. But both Migos and Travis Scott broke mm-hmm. into the top ten with with music that I don't think a style of hip hop mm-hmm. that never would have broken into to Billboard top 10 before mm-hmm. that but I think that's evidence of how um just how huge like pop hip hop is pop music now yeah so the underground music that becomes pop is the underground hip hop not just underground music. like like Migos is trap rap which right. is fringe rap but right. but it did blow up and to the point that they broke into the the top 10 mm-hmm. and then travis scott is you know similarly he's he's a, a big personality he's got a million business ventures going on and collaborations and stuff and he put out this album that just took over and th- those were both really driven by um by internet traffic mm-hmm. and by streams and blew up and they both broke into the Absolutely. billboard top 10 in a way i don't think either one of them would with their music a decade before. Yeah. I'd say the two people who we didn't mention that I think actually probably won the decade are Taylor Swift and Drake. In terms of popular, Hmm. popular performers that probably won the decade in my, in my opinion. Um, But yeah. You guys want to add anyone? I've got one more to add. Bruno Mars for me. Um, How about uh, what? What's his name? Psy? Is that his name? <laughs> oh, the Korean Gangnam, Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Uh, yeah. One hit wonder for yeah, sure. And you like the first YouTube video to get over a billion or whatever. I it, mean, it was kind of a precursor to a fascinating phenomenon that now K-pop has blown up with yeah. BTS and, right. and Blackpink and whatever other shoot-offs and other groups. Well, I remember, which I don't know that we've really had that in this country before i mean we have artists that are popular from other countries right. but you know i mean we did speak have english. A, we did have a british invasion a british band yeah that they you all speak may have english heard of are there any other groups that are 
not speaking other speaking. languages yeah. that reach that level no, of popularity. No. K-pop is a huge phenomenon that's I haven't really dove and into. The, you know, Gangnam Style itself didn't last all that long, but yeah, just to, to think, hear I think a it Korean lasted long enough. <laughs> yeah, but you know, to hear a Korean song being yeah. played at all the football games, yeah. like oh, this is yeah, that is interesting. Uh, you know. Nice well, departure. <laughs> with that, it's not any better the, or worse than the other stuff that was hitting the charts. But the, the that song, it was the video was as much responsible for that. And so it's interesting to think of how the technology changes is impacting the yeah. the pop music. You know, the changes to like when radio, when people are having that we've talked about, like people having their own personal record players and CDs, tapes, streaming, how that is changing the way music because now we've got um we've got the soundcloud rappers we've got all sorts of different phenomenon and i wonder because i think tiktok tiktok is a big k-pop like thing and and um what was it i think it was tiktok where a lot of k-pop fans actually were able to manipulate the like trump uh one of his campaign rallies, you know, they bought a bunch of tickets. Did you guys yeah. hear about that? And they yeah. like sabotaged it. <laughs> yep. Such a s- interesting, weird pop culture, pop music. It was like a virtual rally or something, wasn't it? And they yeah. Got, yeah, I remember that. They bought all the tickets up. So Maybe weird stuff. It did make me like K-pop for a minute. I have a couple yeah. of trivia questions for you, but go ahead. Well, Steve, I was just going to say up. that um, a lot of a lot of f- female vocalists female female solo artists or whatever and we i mean i picked halsey and brandon picked Katy perry but there's lots of you know, well and you picked lord no mm-hmm. but was that yeah. this yeah. this decade yeah. i picked lord and my backup was lizzo yeah i mean there's yeah. and there's um, i had lizzo on my list sia mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. one um there's uh and then i'll just mention a couple of british names we got adele yes pretty big she was big this decade she was really big. Um, and he, how about uh, a kind of very strange British guy, Ed Sheeran? Yeah. <laughs> kind of a, a non-looking pop star guy. Right, right. right. But, but anyway. certainly an earworm yeah. creator. And Catchy. I think he's more of a writing his own stuff, maybe, mostly. I don't know. Though. Seems like it. I think, I think he kind of came up the, the busking, you know, like yeah. just busking in London or playing in subways and on the street and everything. And, right. And then going from there. Uh, yeah. And I do love him in the, the movie Yesterday. That's <laughs> pretty funny. He was a good sport in that. <laughs> hey, dude. He was. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Brent, getting, getting beat up Jordan on by Beatles also, songs. Uh, mentioned the name, <laughs> and I think it's worth repeating, just because he, he really did kind of um, – help he drove the the bus somewhat like late late 2000s early 2010s but pharrell Mm -hmm. um just had a monster run with his hands in everything even all the way into like daft punk and get lucky was 2013 right that was him with with daft punk and niall rogers i mean he was there for a close to a decade like steering pop music right producing so much and then blurred lines yeah (laughs) That was a catchy track. They did. They did copy Marvin Gaye, and they Brandon's still so mad about it. (laughs) About what? Brandon thinks he's going to be lecturing about the uh, the performance of the. He's got some shadow work to do about about blurred lines. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I just want to mention Bruno Mars one more time, like the Uptown Funk, the Mark Ronson, the Twenty Four Carat, and then I just noticed. I looked at the top. uh, What did I see? I saw something. I don't know if it was Instagram, but. Cardi B had posted like 
thank you, you know, thank the Lord. Like I got my first like number one hit, which seems like that can't be for her first hit, number one hit, but th- the top 100 billboard hit her song up. And I saw, heard that song her stuff doesn't really appeal to me at all. But number two is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. That song from their, their little group they're calling Silk Sonic. This is, this is this year, like 2021. Uh, that song is so good. It's totally like a retro kind of, you know, uh, chi lights mixed with stylistics, mixed with, you know, temptations. But they performed at the Grammys. Excellent. You guys should check I, it I out. I didn't love it, it as two. much as you loved it. But the thing that was really refreshing to me was they relied on purity of voice. There's no yes. auto-tune and their voices sound so incredible. Good. They are They're crisp. They sound so good. And I was so happy. Like, yeah. It, there's not an ounce of auto tune in their voice. Give you guys a couple of uh, yeah. just like go two trivia or, or whatever trivia. you're going to okay. say. Artists in the in the decade of the '80s who had the the most number one hits, like top number one all the way up. In the '80s, yeah, Ooh. in the decade of the '80s. Whitney Get your Houston. answer before you say oh. it. Okay. Well, mm. there, you said Whitney Houston. Let me see. Let me see. Um. Well, I mean. Five. Part of me would think four, Michael Jackson, three, Lionel, Lionel Richie, but one. Michael Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson. It's Michael Jackson with nine. He had nine, number one, all the way to the top hits. Okay, next question: Who was the top-selling artist of the two thousands? The aughts. Who sold the most? Who made the most money off of album sales? Nickelback. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's no. not a joke answer. Nope. Beyonce. Um, uh, can I look at a list? <laughs> no, I'm not going to search it up. Oh man. Two th- yeah. This is a kind of a, a black hole for me or what am I trying to say? Blind spot. That's not, that's not a black hole. It's a okay. blind spot. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay. Okay. Come on. Come on. Let's see. Who, who is, who did I even pick in that? Uh, uh, take, take four, your time. Steve. Three, two, Usher. one. Eminem. Wow. Marshall okay. Mathers. Okay. Same question. 2010s. Who sold, who made the most money off of album sales, which in the 2010s, there's not a lot of people buying albums. This is just the, the, the question and answer I found. Go well, it could online. be digital purchases too, Digital, right? yeah. And Taylor Swift. But Taylor Swift? Mm, mm. Yeah, sure. Taylor Swift. I don't, I don't know if I can top to, uh, well, how about Rihanna? Adele. Adele, okay. Adele okay. in the 2010s. Huh. Um, I've got one more interesting question that's, well, it's kind of, throughout the 80s if you want it and it's basically who do you think was the top selling artist of each year from 80 to 89 so it's really nine answers 1980 i'll just tell it to you top selling artist yeah top selling artist 1980 uh pink floyd 81 reo speedwagon 82 asia Wow. 83. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. 84. Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. 85. Wait, 84 was still from Thriller? Yes. <laughs> 83 <laughs> and 84, Michael Jackson. Yeah. 85. The Boss. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, wow. 86. Whitney Houston. Yeah. 87. John Bon Jovi. 88. George Michael. 89. Bobby Brown. George Michael, huh? For faith? George Michael. Yeah. Top selling artists huh. of, he, of he was each huge year globally year. too. Like I'm sh- is that, I'm sure that's global sales. It's got to be. I think so, yeah. 
I didn't, I don't, I'm like, who's Asia? I know like the Steely Dan album called uh, Asia. Asia. <laughs> <laughs> no, Asia. Asia, man. They had like a dragon on their self Final countdown? Yeah. No, that's Europe. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's a different, um, <laughs> that's a different continent named uh, Asia. I'm like, how are, lost. They the, how are they the top <laughs> selling? They were, yeah, they were big, early 80s. Lost. Not recognizing Steve's songs. Yeah. Oh, Heat of the Moment. Yeah, this is the big one. Okay. Yeah. I remember this. But that, but they're the they sold the most albums. That's interesting. In that year. Yeah. This album came out in 1982, and it has a dragon on it. Yeah, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> of course it does. More of a hydra. It's coming out of the ocean. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's uh, let's sign off. Thank you for joining us. Feel free to send us your own shallow cuts, guilty pleasures, one hit wonders. What did we miss? Where are we wrong? Where are we where are we right? Give us a request for an episode. You know, you want us to do a deep dive into uh, uh, Kenny Loggins? Let us know. <laughs> like, uh, the answer to that is yes. Loggins Messina. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. And they stay there. And they say yeah. And they stay there.